it's May. It's May, and that means several things. But most importantly for us, it means masturbation. Uh, Not like we all aren't, um, you know, doing it all the time anyway. But this month, we get to talk about it loudly and proudly. So here I am. Here I am, ready to talk all things fapping. No matter what bit you got, your fantasies, your preferences, we're just two pals right now talking about a wink. You feel me? So I want to start with hands, talking about hands specifically. Um, Seems like an organic place to start, I feel. So no matter what parts you have um, and which part of those parts you prefer to touch or have touched, your hands are involved at some point, somehow, usually, in masturbation, right? If you're not a big masturbator, I would say everyone should set aside time to just explore their nooks and crannies with their hands. Medically, I think it's important um, that you all are comfortable with the way that your bodies feel and that you're familiar with every part of you so that you notice any changes or irregularities as they come up, but also because manual self-exploration, either separate from, leading up to, or during masturbation, is such a great way to build up self-intimacy, as well as confidence, uh, comfort with yourself, comfort with others. Let's all assume that we use one hand during solo play, for a thought experiment, so to speak. That one hand knows what's up, right? Like your hand, like it knows, definitely, like it knows what's going on. Um, It knows where, it knows how, it knows when. So now what if we throw that second hand in there, huh? If you're anything like me, that sounds kind of exhausting, right? Like where do I put the second one? My left hand is way weaker than my right hand, so how can it keep up? All of these questions are part of the fun, at least in my opinion. Maybe your non-dominant hand can focus really heavily on nipple play. If you're a vulva owner uh, that mostly focuses on your clit, maybe it's time to explore your G-spot or booty or other erogenous zones with that left hand. Or, excuse me, non-dominant hand. I'm right-handed, so there you go. Um, Similarly, right, if you're a penis owner and you're neglecting your balls or, quite frankly, your prostate, it might be a fun opportunity to branch out. Make a day of it. Have a date with yourself. Why not, right? Um, Let's say you're a single and double-handed expert. Fine. But have you tried no hands? Hear me out. I'm not talking toys. I'm talking shower heads. I'm talking dry humping a pillow. I'm talking crossing your legs together, however feels good. You know, get creative. I'm not like a masturbatory Jedi, but... I'm just throwing stuff out there. I'm trying to get the juices flowing, both mentally and, you know, physically. Um, (laughs) If you, um, you know, if you plan to penetrate any of your parts with, like, a vegetable or something that's not traditional, um, make sure it's clean. Make sure you put a condom on anything that you're going to penetrate yourself with. Like, um, just do do your research. I mean, this is kind of like an endless pool of, stuff you can pleasure yourself with and so just just take time find a reddit thread about about it from someone who has the same experience like make sure that you're implementing best practices um 
but water pillow you know those things are, are pretty safe um or you can just stick to external stimulation right one idea that I've tried to incorporate over the years is varying masturbation positions. Um, I think it's easy when you're having sex with a partner to want to switch things up or maybe you like physically have to because one position requires too much stamina, um, stuff like that. But the body gets really used to achieving orgasm in the same way or like maybe two to three ways over and over. So playing around with a new position can really open the door for more unique and differentiated solo and partnered play. Um, if you lay down a lot, I feel like it's probably the most common. We're all laying on our backs to masturbate. Um, then maybe sit up or sit on the ed- edge of your bed or on a chair. Maybe play standing if you can do so safely and comfortably. Um, maybe just flip on over to your side or your stomach. Uh, if you use a toy, which I'll get to uh, in a second, maybe try that in one of these new positions also. You know, stick your suction dildo to a new wall. I don't know. Get crazy. There's lots of options. Um, Okay, toys. Obviously related. In my experience, um, it's so easy just to like reach for the nightstand and grab my favorite toy or use my toys in a really familiar way. But why not have some fun and tease yourself a bit, right? Like vibrators can be a really great tool for erogenous zone stimulation before masturbation, just as an example. Penis owners, cock rings do not have to just be for fucking. Um, And even you can use a small vibrator to stimulate parts of your body. Um, And there's some great other penis-friendly toys out there. Um, You know, my May toy homework for you is to try to use those toys whatever toy you have or choose to buy um in new ways like try try a non-typical unfamiliar toy route um i'm gonna take a moment here moment of silence in honor of edging i want to remind everyone that edging is a thing we're all processing that edging is is a thing right so if you don't know what that is um I'll try to make an Instagram post about it soon. Um, but, you know, basically it's it's elongating your process to orgasm, right? It's slowing it down. Um, it's literally edging yourself closer to the big O without actually um, making it happen. Again, like a lot of us can just crank one out. 60 seconds, two minutes, just easy. You know your body so well. Like slow all of that down, right? Because edging rocks no matter what body parts you have. And it's a really, really great way to break out of any masturbatory routine and push your body to a whole new level of pleasure. Um, yeah, self-teasing. Come on, 10 out of 10. I will add one last thing that I think we all really overlook. We have five senses, folks, not just the one. I agree. Again, so easy. Just, just rub one out, crank one out, jerk off. Same way, every time. It's efficient, it gets the job done, it feels good, I get it. But think about how fucking magical your orgasm could be tonight if you lit a candle, cooked a nice meal for yourself to have after, maybe used a scented massage oil or lotion during self-foreplay. That's, um, you know, if it's not genital safe, then um, don't use it on your genitals and also wash your hands before masturbating. But... There's no reason that we shouldn't all be making some of our orgasms an experience like we do with partners, right? Incorporate sensations 
outside of those that you typically pursue. There is no reason. And in fact, I know that exploring those things solo can only make you better in partnered scenarios. That's just how it works. Or rather, that's how I feel about it, but also usually how it works. Um, yeah, food for thought. That was this week's FAP episode. Just wanted to swing by as your podcast pal M. I hope you have a, a beautiful and, and happy FAP. On an administrative note, some super exciting stuff happening here at the podcast. Um, we have a red bubble. Woo! Um, I will link in my bio and, and Instagram, but uh, check out the Sex Essentialist podcast red bubble for stickers. Uh, there's a really great apron that says all pussies are good pussies because it's just true. Um, and soon to launch a Patreon where a percentage of proceeds are going to go towards a favorite charity of mine. So more information to come on all of this, friends. Just wanted to throw it out there here at the end of this quickie episode. Um, happy Masturbation May, you know, best of luck to all of you fapping there tonight. Thank you.